Good morning. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Uh, I wanted to get on here really quick and talk about when is the best time to start a business. I'd gotten um, several emails since I uh, announced the uh, the start of my new business, Manifold, the Manifold Marketplace, and I want to uh, kind of address some some of those questions that I've been getting more more frequently than others. So um, first of all, um, my my Manifold Marketplace company is set up like how my, I'm so sorry, the landscapers are here, so if you can hear them in the background, they just got here when I went live. Um, but um, my, my business is set up the same way my coaching business is, which is that it's hard work, but it will give you the results that you are looking for. So my coaching company has never been about making people feel comfortable with where they are, with let, l teaching them how to accept uh, abuse, teaching them how to accept uh, the fate that somebody else has tried to impose upon them. It's always been about addressing what mindsets they're holding on to, what false beliefs they are uh, protecting in order to remain where they are. The reason that I have a 100% success rate with my coaching company, The Manifold Mind, is because uh, is because I refused to back down from those standards. When those standards are up, upheld, the end goal must come naturally. It, the result comes naturally when you change the type of person who, in, when you become the type of person who must have those types of results. This same is true for the Manifold Marketplace. So I'm going to give you some tips on when it's time to start your business, but I really want you to understand my my you will have a business plan. People in my build program will leave with a business plan. They will leave with uh, uh, everything that they need in order to start their business. They'll understand marketing, branding, logo design. They'll understand what they need for a website, how to gain um, email subscribers, how to run social media accounts. They'll know where their target market is. All of those things are true for their business, but the most important thing is that they themselves will become a business owner. It is so much more important that you are an owner, that you are a possessor of the thing that is supposed to provide not only for you and your family right now, but also to be able to set it up to leave a legacy. You know, this is, uh, this is the person who has a dog, but the dog is so untrained that it's, you can see that the dog is the one who's running the show, right? Like the dog dictates to the human where to go and how long the walk is and where they go and all of that type of stuff. Lots of people are business owners in name only. They don't actually embody the beliefs that they need in order to run a business. Um, and so I wanna talk to you about the business side of things, uh, the business part of, uh, of becoming an owner, right? So, um, so I just wanna make that very clear. My standards are not like, hey, you're going to guaranteed to make you a million dollars in your first six months. That may or may not be possible based off of the owner of the business. A lot of times people have a great idea. They know that they have uh, a target market for it. They've done the research for it, but they cannot attract that type of wealth because they are not in a place to actually own a business. My build program takes people through becoming an owner first, 
and then allowing them to construct the structures that they need in order to support having a business, okay? So first of all, the very, very, very first thing that you need to, you have an idea, okay? Let's say an idea comes to you, you got an, you've got something that you think could be a viable business. Number one thing, is there a market? It doesn't matter if you think that it's a good idea. It doesn't matter if you think that this will change so many people's lives. If people don't see the value in what you have, it won't work. I have a friend who had started a raw food um, kitchen. And so she did one-on-one -on -one coaching. She did health coaching there. Uh, she did like community gatherings where it was just raw food. Um, nothing cooked and it, the, the obvious goal of this was to teach people about the benefits of eating raw and things like that. It's a great idea. It's a great concept. However, she, where she was located, there wasn't a market that would support having this business. She ended up having to close the business within the first year, thousand, tens of thousands of dollars in debt, over 50 grand in debt because there wasn't a market. You could have a very good idea, but if you, if you're, especially brick and mortar stores, if you are in a, if you're thinking about opening a brick and mortar store location, is there a market? You have to have people who are coming to your store who see the value in what you are doing. If you're primarily wanting to do online, you need to still know that there's a market. How are you going to do that? Um, again, the mindset, the belief systems of who you are as a person are not um, separated from you as a business owner. So you need to know, um, okay, for example, if you think, wrote the plan, done with it, time to do the things. Time, time to, now, now it'll just work by itself. Everything is a constant, um, is a constant learning process. And the, uh, I, I'm a coach, right? I love life coaching. Um, I'm, I become a better life coach when I become a better person first. Apart from my business, apart from being a coach to my clients, when I become a better person, when I am growth conscious, I automatically add value into every single situation that I am brought into. I'm a better daughter. I'm a better everything because I've first chosen to become a better person because I've, I've got a growth mindset going. This is what you need to have as a business owner. You have to have that growth mindset. Otherwise, if you don't, you can say, but I had a plan. I did the plan and it didn't work. I guess that's a junk idea. Maybe, maybe not. Why didn't it work? You have to be able to have the um, resiliency to look at stuff that didn't work the way that you anticipated it working and find out why and try again. So there, there has to be that built into it. But you have to know if there's a market. You have to know how to find that market. You have to know how to access that market. And number two, you have to have a plan. You must have a plan. This, There's a lot of people who wing it. And even if their thing goes viral, even if their, um, their launch becomes, you know, an overnight success, quite literally, that doesn't make them a business owner. They, that doesn't mean that they have the knowledge and the foundation in order to support the success that their immediate um, response has gotten them. And you can see this a lot of times where they've done something once and made it, <clears throat> excuse me, made it go viral, but they aren't able to duplicate those results. 
business ownership is about duplicating, duplicating, duplicating the results over and over and over. And using that as a learning process to do it better, to do it faster, to do it quicker, to do it with less resistance. And and uh, and so if just because you can make something go, go viral doesn't make you a business owner. And it doesn't mean that you can actually duplicate those results again and again. And that's really important to have something that is lasting. If you are looking to make a quick buck or you know you just need to have these bills paid, you are not ready to be a business owner. This needs to be something you are committed to. And especially once you have a plan, you need to that is well researched that you have put many, many hours into um, establishing to ensure, okay, a business plan is the boundaries for your emotions. You are going to go through, not everybody has the mindset right now to be an entrepreneur, okay? It's, it's hard to branch out from something that is not a guarantee, right? When you work a nine to five, you know, I show up 40 hours, I show up, you know, however many hours and I get X amount of dollars, regardless of what happens. When you become an entrepreneur, you set your own hours, so you have to be held accountable to yourself. You, uh, you have to know that your, the output depends on the work that you do, which we're going to get to that in just a second. Um, but on the flip side, there's also no limit to what you could make. There's no limit to, uh, how much you have to work. Maybe you work a lot. This is how, um, for me, this is how I've run my coaching. Um, probably from my mm, first year, year and a half. After I've been coaching a year and a half, I recognized, okay, if I do, because it was also during 2020 when people were st stuck in their houses, I recognized I needed to pr provide things that were of value to my audience. That's the year, 2020 was the year that I monetized my YouTube channel. I started doing lives on my YouTube channel. I started producing more eBooks for my audience because that's something that they wanted. Listen to me, this is, this is a key, um, this is a key takeaway for starting a business. You need to give people what they want before you give people what they need. Sometimes you have to do that. I know for me it was a real struggle because I saw that it was going backwards. I d they can't steward the information that I'm gonna give them over here. I'll give you an example. When I started coaching, uh, well, let me say this. When I started monetizing my YouTube channel, I had a lot of people message me, comment on my videos, Hey, I need to know my purpose. How do I discover my purpose? What am I here to do? They could not understand their purpose because they did not understand their identity. And I saw very clearly, you're not going to be able to know what you're supposed to do because you're not, the true authentic version of you is not available to the world. So even if I tell you what your purpose is, you're not the person who can do that purpose. However, however, that's not... They, they, they weren't ready to receive and do all of the hard work about identity. So guess what? I came out with a bundle on purpose. Um, it t takes people through um, the way to discover your purpose, exercises that you can do to actually, by the way, I, I still have that if you want it. It's free on my Manifold Mind website. It's The link to it is in the description of this video already. All my products are free from all, all of that stuff that I've developed is free on my website. So you can go get it even now. But my point here being, I gave people what they wanted before I gave people what they needed. When people develop trust in you, 
okay, this person answered my question. They, they just gave me what I wanted. They allowed me to make a choice. They allowed me to make a decision. And especially with people who have experienced trauma on a large scale or on an, uh, over a long period of time and people who are learning to trust themselves, right? You can, you can cut off what their, their progress that they have been making when you don't give them what they want before you give them what they need. As a business owner, you need to give people what they want because if you don't, you don't have a target market. If your business, if your heart posture about your business is not about serving people, it's about what you can get, it's about what you can, um, how you benefit from the situation, your, that energy is felt, okay? People can feel that. People can feel you're only doing it for the money. You're only doing it to, um, you know, hit, hit X amount of subscribers or or whatever, whatever the, the, they can feel that you're trying to get something from them. It, you can't mask that. What you need to do is you need to really adjust your heart posture. I'm here to serve. Let me learn from my audience. What is it that they would like to see from me? What is it that they're drawn? Why are they drawn to me? How can I, uh, how can I use that, uh, natural attraction to whatever it is that I carry to better provide for my customer service base, to my to my clientele, to my future clients? How can I perfect that better and better and better? If you don't have a connection, uh, you don't have a business. I say this all of the time. It's, it's throughout the build course. People buy you before they buy your business. They buy you before they buy your product, before they buy your service, before they're bought into anything. They will buy you. So if you aren't the type of person that they want to buy, that they want to be around, that they want to have, you know, popping up in their newsfeed, you have to really look at that and find out why is that? How can I change this better? Just because you think it's good, just because you think it's quality, it's adding value, whatever, that doesn't mean that your audience thinks it is. And it all depends on your audience. So you have to make sure that you have something that other people want, okay? That's, that's ultimately what I'm trying to say here. Once you have a plan, which is number two, number one, is there a market? Number two, do you have a plan, a real plan, one that you've researched? You need to do the plan and you need to not back down from the plan. Why? Because you've researched it, you've made sure that there's a market, you've made sure that there, this is a sound business investment. The now what you need to do is to figure out how it works for you specifically in your specific area, for your personality, for your strengths, for the thing that you are going to disrupt, which I'm going to get into in just a second. You need to figure out how to make that thing work for you because there's going to be times where you're going to want to quit. There's going to be times when you're going to want to go back to the nine to five. Hey, that was easy money. This is hard money. <laughs> It's hard just because you haven't done it before. Again, that growth mindset. Hey, you know what? I'm feeling uncomfortable, but this is where the growth happens. It's reminding yourself all of the time that this, I am building something that I can not only be proud of, but it's going to pay me back later on. Right now, I'm spending an outrageous amount of time on my business. The, the last um, two months, legit, I have not, I've seen my friends twice. That's because I need to be focused on building a new business. I'm launching a new business. I'm changing the way that my company, my coaching company is structured. I have a lot of moving parts right now. Priorities for me are about my businesses right now. That's the, so I've sacrificed time over here. 
Sacrifice is part of the game. You're not going to have wins without going through losses. And, and accepting that and understanding, hey, this loss is getting me one step closer to my win. You have to have, you have to embody that. You have to know that that is true. You have to truly, truly believe it. You can't just say it to yourself like, oh yeah, yeah, I hope, it, I hope it's true because that causes anxiety. It causes fear to set in. And then you start working from a place of fear. And that fear is always felt throughout everything that you do. Everything that you put your hands to will have that energy in it. I'm fearful. I'm fearful. I wonder if this won't work out. What happens if this doesn't work out? People can feel that. People aren't don't want somebody who's fearful. They want somebody who knows that this is going to work. This is the process. This is the product they need. This is why it adds value. And it, it you can't fake that. Okay, you can't fake it. In my class, in my course, in my build course, we specifically target. Um, and, and by the way, I've had people say like, I've been working on healing so much. I've been renewing my mind so much. I've been doing all of this stuff so much. My course is specifically designed to find the places that you did not hit yet. Because I've been a coach for almost five years, I've been life coaching for almost five years, it's easy to pinpoint where a false belief is. And if you're ready to partner and let that thing go, because the reason that we have fears is always a protection mechanism. It's believing that this is the only way to protect myself. Any fear, the root of it is because I, I must have this, I must have this belief. I must do this thing because that's the only way. And that in itself is a lie. And so my course is designed to specifically target those things so that you can be a business owner, okay? So that you own your business. You tell your business what to do for you. You make your business work for you, not you working for your business. Because otherwise, you can go back to your nine to five. Okay, third, what are you disrupting? You need to be a disruptor. This is the name of the game as being an entrepreneur. You need to be ready to get pushback, have all types of crazy comments coming on your social medias. You need to be prepared for your family and friends to maybe not support you. Maybe you're the first entrepreneur in your family and people are like, why would you do that? I left my government job that I had worked my entire life to get into that position for. I had people tell me I was wasting my doctorate. I had people tell me that, you know, it, I did not have the support of everybody around me. It's not, okay, got it. You know what? This isn't their life. I'm building something that that is going to not only change my future, but theirs too. So I can't be de derailed by somebody who's commenting on my YouTube videos, crazy comments, like all types of crazy stuff, like legit. <laughs> um, I had people tell me that they didn't like my hairstyle. Listen, I don't care. I'm not, this isn't a makeup channel. You know, you have to be able to just cut through the noise and find the things that are truly meant to build your business. But you also need to understand that being a disruptor means that you're attracting stuff that people like to be in their comfort zone. Okay, growth mindsets. People say, I have a growth mindset. They don't. They, they like the idea. They like the words. Growth mindset. I don't want to have a fixed mindset. I have a growth mindset. They don't have a growth mindset. Okay, because the second you hit on something that is like the thing they're protecting, that that fake false belief that they're protecting, they lash out at you. Get away from that thing, you know? So you have to know that you're going to be disrupting stuff. Hey, that thing that you think is true, it's not true. This thing that you're you're believing in, not true either. That type of thing causes people to react out of trauma, 
out of ignorance. There's a lot of that and you have to be prepared. You're disrupting something. What are you going to disrupt? You better have disrupted that thing in your life first. So in other words, if you're, um, if you're moving into, let's say, uh, a weight loss, uh, you're going to be a health and wellness coach. You need, and you have something that goes against the um, mainstream mindset, let's just say. Okay, let me give you an example of this. Uh, I go to the gym every day and I lift every day. I lift almost every day. I lift five days out of the week. I need to eat more calories than what somebody who doesn't know about their body needs to eat. Okay. If you've been, a lot of people think it's calories in versus calories out. Okay. That's only true if you're not lifting heavy weights, if you're not building muscle, right? So, so your, your goal will determine the path that you take to get there. For me, I don't really care what I weigh. I want, I I don't care about the number, right? So it doesn't, that's not my goal. My goal is not to be a certain number. If somebody wants to be a certain number, then they need to take that pathway. However, you need to understand that these two pathways eventually come back around, right? They hit each other. And so somebody who's bought into the conventional mindset of calories in versus calories out, they're not going to like it when you're eating 2,200 calories a day, but when conventional wisdom tells them that they need to eat 1,700. So my point here being, you need to, if you're disrupting it, if you're doing something that's not how everybody else is doing it, you need to be prepared for that pushback, that resistance. And you need to have case studies that show, nope, this is true. You can get your, your results can be, um, can be reached by going on this path, right? That's how you do it. But you need to have the, the belief. This isn't a mindset of like, it's good, it's good, it's good. Cause again, that's, that's causing anxiety. It's causing fear and it comes out in everything that you do. You start questioning yourself. Maybe they are right. Maybe I'm doing it all wrong. I don't know. Maybe I didn't really get here that way. Maybe I'm, uh, I made it up in my head, whatever. You start gaslighting yourself because you've allowed the people that you're disrupting, you're making a path through this conventional wisdom. It, you're going to face resistance. Um, fourth, And I think this will be my final thing. You need to do the work, okay? Just having a plan isn't enough. You have to implement the plan. You need to be about whatever it is that you're talking about. For me, I I love life coaching. I love being a coach. Um, It's so rewarding to me. I, I love it, love, love, love it. But you know what I love more? Is seeing those things make a change, make a difference in my own life first. Everything that I bring to my clients, I've first done myself. I've first seen that those things work with me first. I am about it. You can't make you can't take coaching away from me. I'm a coach no matter what environment I get into. That also happens to be a business that I run, but that but I am a coach. I hope you're understanding the 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 difference here. Okay, I actually want to address one more thing which is poverty mindsets, because this isn't just about money, although it does have to do with money. It's the scarcity mindset. It's thinking a certain type of way. Here's how poor people think. When I have, then I will do something and then I will be something. So for example, when I have the money, then I will invest in a business. I will do a business. Then I will be a business owner. Rich people, a, a, an abundance mindset says, 
I will be a business owner. Therefore, I will do business well, and then I will have wealth. You need to understand that the, the, the um, order of things is very, very important. Your message is way more important than your money. <laughs> okay, let me give you, let me say this. If you have a message that you believe in, if you have a message that is truly transforming, that is truly life-changing, money must come. Money must, it's, it, it's a natural thing. And you could take away that business. You could take away whatever that idea was, whatever that structure was that had, uh, that your first message went into. You could take that away. You could do it again from zero. And you would do it in less time and quicker because the message, whatever you're embodying, it cannot be taken away from you. You can't, you can't have that separated from you. And therefore, again, you add value regardless of what type of situation you're put into. You can take a $0 business and turn it into a $100,000 business quickly because you're the value. You've embodied the message. You're not trying to figure it all out and trying to wonder, figure out why this thing isn't making money. You already know how to do those things. They just flow out of you naturally. The message needs to be more, needs to be greater than the money for you. As a business owner, people have, okay, people have more choices than, than they've ever had before now. They can take their money anywhere they want to go. Why are they choosing you? Why are they choosing you? Your message better be different because people have money that they're willing to spend elsewhere. They can take their money and spend it elsewhere. What is the message that you are portraying to them? Just along that, along that note, um, along those lines, I, I just want to make it very, very clear. This is not an overnight success thing. This is a legacy thing. And a lot of times, here's the cycle that I've seen people repeating. One, they're in some sort of poverty situation. Uh, regardless of how they've gotten there, uh, do doesn't matter how, how they've ended up in this situation. They're in a poverty uh, situation. And so their mindset is, give me something for free. And give me something that I can do now quickly and without work <laughs> and make it happen instantly so that I can get out of this poverty situation. The problem is that short-term thinking does not give you long-term results. And when you think that you can get something for free, something quick, something easy, something cheap, that's exactly what you're going to get. That's exactly what you're going to get. This is the difference between the McDonald's $1 hamburger and a steakhouse's $12 hamburger. Okay, the, the differences are night and day. You get to decide if you want the $1 or the $12. And there's plenty of people out there who will take your money for $1. <laughs> but if you want something that's lasting, if you want to actually have a foundation that you can scale on, that you can add more levels, more variations of whatever it is that you're doing upon, you need to be a business owner. And number one thing needs to get changed is that type of mindset. This is hard work. Why? Because it's forcing you to address beliefs, limiting um, mindsets that you have held onto maybe your entire life, maybe generationally. So it's, it's hard work internally. It's also hard work externally. You're gonna have to do a lot of research. You have to do a lot of testing to find out what's gonna work. This isn't just an overnight thing. My YouTube channel has like 20,000 people on it, but I've been doing it for four years or three years, almost 
three years, I think, or three and a half. I can't remember, but I've been doing it three or four years. That's a long time to be doing it. It's a long time. So, and, and I was faithful with it when I first started for two years, for the first two years, I did two videos a week, every single week. So the, it's compounding. It's not looking for an instant fix. And sometimes taking on a longer project is exactly what you need in order to burn that out of you, in order to burn that mindset out of you, in, in order to make you think that unless it happens quickly and instantly, then it wasn't a success. Sometimes you have to be able, willing to, uh, to work for the thing. So that is, these are the things that I uh, wanted to bring to you. So when is it time to start a business? Well, I think the time is now, but it ultimately depends on who you are. It also ultimately depends on if you are ready to confront your beliefs, if you are ready to actually make a change for yourself, if you are ready to commit. Like um, I, I use the analogy in my build program, like when you, when you are done and you know that this is a solid plan, because, because a lot of times people will stay on a ship that is sinking because they didn't do the research first. If they had done the research, they would have known, hey, this isn't... This isn't the right time to start this type of business because there's not a market for it or because this industry is dying out or whatever. They have done the research. They would have known, don't start that business. <laughs> don't start it right now at least. Put it on the back burner. Revisit it in a couple of years. When, when you have a plan that is well-researched, you need to marry that thing. That needs to be yours. You are not leaving it. You are going to figure out what needs to be done in order to build this business. You're willing to do testing. You're willing to do split tests with your marketing. You're willing to invest in finding the pathway of where this business needs to get uh, um, directed. That needs to happen. So until you are ready to make that type of commitment, make that type of change internally, become a true business owner, uh, you're not ready to start a business. On the flip side of that, on the flip side of that, if you were ready, you would have already done it. Sometimes action is the thing that needs to, that you need to do in order to become ready, right? Sometimes getting inside the gym is the first thing that you need to do in order to become an athlete, become a lifter, become whatever, right? So sometimes the action actually causes the the change to come about. Sometimes, and honestly, you're never going to be 100% ready. It's under, it's really comes down to commitment. I'm ready to commit to this thing. And I'm ready to build something that I've never seen done before, that I don't have a blueprint for. You know, nobody in my family has done this or none of my close friends are doing this, but I'm ready to, to make a change because I don't want to keep repeating the same cycle of being in poverty, needing a quick fix, finding that quick fix, but finding myself right back in poverty. Building a business unhooks you from these systems. It unhooks you from needing somebody else's money. It unhooks you from needing somebody else to dictate your schedule. It unhooks you from being responsible to anybody else except for yourself. You get to determine how much money you make, how much you work, how long you work, how often you work. That's that's the beauty of having a business that will work for you. Getting it to that point is hard work. So when you are ready to do that hard work, it's time to start your business. I hope this video has helped you. You guys, thanks for joining me for this live. It was kind of last minute, but I'm glad uh, I had time to jump on here. 
And if you want to join my build program, by the way, I've kind of redone the way that I um, originally planned it because when I announced it a week ago, I had over 40, I had 43 people um, sign up for an interview for it. And that's just too many people because I'm only, I was only going to take five at a time. So now you can enroll immediately in the course. All of the pre-recorded videos, the course manual, the additional resources, everything is available for your immediate access. Plus, if you want one-on-ones, you can pay for them as you go. So it's not a huge cost up front. A lot of business owners are, business owners to be are, are nervous about investing money in an idea if they don't actually know that it can be uh, a functional plan. So this allows you to get into the class to test your idea to see if it is a viable business plan for you. And then if you need help, you can invest in that uh, as you go along the way. So anybody can enroll. There's no limit on it now. And the link is also in the description of this video. So I hope that this is your year. I hope that this is truly the year that you decide to break away from the generational issues that you faced, from the constant poverty cycles that you faced, and you decide to become a business owner. That you don't just have a business on paper, but that you actually become an owner of a business. Uh, and I would love to help you. I would love to help you get started on that and really unhook you from the systems that you have been presented at birth. These are not the only ways that you need to live. You don't need to live like that. You are welcome. Thanks for tuning in, Malls. And you guys, thanks so much for watching. And I will talk to you later.